Central Oregon's local morning show. Call me up in the morning. It's Monty and Meg in the morning, keeping it local. Only on 107.7 The Beat. It is uh, in the 30s as we speak. Yeah, I believe it. Meg. Wow, it's cool. They had such a hard time getting out of bed. Yeah, it's 39 degrees right now. <laughs> but uh, at least at least we are where we're at. We could be in Denver, Colorado, where they're sitting on about three to six inches of snow. Yeah. My friend posted on her Instagram, it's snowing yesterday afternoon. And then she posted that? the forecast right after. And it's going to be like 75 today. It's going to be 85 the next day. And then it's going to be back in the 90s before the weekend. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What was it? Monday was 90. This is, They say this is the biggest swing that they've ever seen as far as temperature is concerned. Yeah, it was 90 on Monday and then in the 30s yesterday. Snowing. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. That's nuts. Hey, we ain't got snow. No, we don't. No, we don't. We like that. But yeah. in the, in the, so far, the smoke is little is low still, so that's a bonus. Yeah, no so kidding. Let's, let's go with that since the rest of, you know, east or the west of the Cascades is on fire. I know. That sucks, Oh, it's man. heartbreaking. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Welcome to Hump Day, everybody. Hope you feel good. Blackpink and Selena Gomez. It's a new beat called Ice Cream. Never too early for ice cream. That's the truth. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could have used some ice cream yesterday. I'm, or not. Uh, with how cold it was? Yeah. I know, right? That was the thing. Wow. I what a like, complete... It was a very fall day yesterday, wasn't it? It was. It was like, oh, yeah, it was uh, It was coming. But, yeah, today's going to be, what, mid-80s? I know. And then 90 on uh, Friday, something yeah. like that. Yep. So, I like that. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's yeah. kind of like the gradual falling towards fall. Yep. Yeah, it's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming for sure. Or you could just dive right on in winter like Denver did yesterday. Whoa. Yeah, that is so wild to see. Meg, what a swing. Monday was 90. Yesterday? Snow. Snow. <laughs> in like mid to upper 30s for the high was yeah. it. What is that? My friend filmed outside of her window, and she's like, what the heck is happening right now? <laughs> snowflakes falling. That's um, right. What? Another, your other Sam? Yes, my right? other Sam. Your other Sam? Got a Samantha O'Connor and a Samantha Cotter in oh, my life. What a mess. It's messy. I it's tell you bad. what. One's redhead. One's really dark brown, so that helps. <sighs> oh, Good hair, Lord. So. Yeah, because my, my brother is in Pueblo. It wasn't as cold in, down in Pueblo, which is the south part of Colorado. Oh, yeah. Um firefighter down there but he was like oh my gosh it was crazy it was like people weren't ready for it and it's just like accidents he said oh of course all over denver area he was like it was just the craziest thing yeah yeah it's not that's what would happen like in the bay area it would have like a big rain Uh and the streets would become super slick yeah not weird yeah just how the oils just come up and everybody's like oh it's just rain but man after yeah sometimes on some of those hills in the san francisco i forget about even getting up some Forget of those, about how, it. How slick it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Oh, geez, isn't it kind of wild? We're so on fire, and so is California. I don't know. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah, because California's been freaking out a little bit about it being 121. Right. Yeah, in the L.A. area anyway. Yeah. You know, and everybody's just like, this is just, we're just going to burst into flames. Uh, uh, right. We're it's just going to go up and smoke. And a lot of it has. Yeah. In the northern part of it. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's just tough. And then Eugene. Eugene over here, Eugene Springfield, sweet home area. I know. It's like, man. And you were saying a couple of those fires have joined. Yeah. Joined into the one that's at Mount Jefferson and the one that was, you know, started at Detroit, which is what's happening. The big ones right now. They they joined. Yeah. Into this one massive fire in the woods. That's crazy, man. So anyway, we're sure thankful for everybody out there really working hard at it. Yeah, they sure are. But how's your day yesterday? 
Yeah, it was fine. Went and saw Grandma. Oh, how's she doing? Yeah, she's hanging in. Yeah? Yeah, she'd sure like to leave the building. It's a hard time. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> you know, and she, she asked me every time if I can come in and visit, which I used oh. to be able to do that. Right. And now, of course, you can't Still. with coronavirus. And yeah. one thing that is nice is that she can come out. We just have to really steer clear of each other oh, and wear okay. our masks. Oh, really? So, Even when you go outside? Yeah. Were you able to do that yesterday with Grams? Yes. Yeah. So that was nice because it was nice to get her out in the sunshine and feel a little bit better. You can... The hours just kind of pass anymore, and it's yeah. it's upsetting that I can't take her out and yeah. take her to lunch or well, well, go and run errands or just go on a drive. She we used to do that probably, all the time. Yeah, she probably misses that big time. I think so, too. Oh, and gosh. it's hard when it's like this coronavirus is what's happening, and it's hard to wrap your head around that when you're in a retirement facility and it's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nonstop. So Same she, thing over and over and over again. My parents are coming down tomorrow. Oh, good. And so that'll be good. We'll all visit outside of her window. and Good. She'll love that. So that'll be nice. Yeah. She'll love to see your mom and dad. Wrapped it up by going to Miyagi Ramen, though, because the, yesterday felt so fall. I've avoided all the like hot, yeah, warm soups, meals. Whatever that is. All summer long. And now I'm like, Cold let's cuts. do this. Nice. Yeah, it was great. That's awesome. What'd you get? I just got the like spicy miso. Yeah. And I got chicken on top instead of the pork. So good. So good. What was neat though is being around the box factory area and Tony and I had this mission to go find dessert. By the way, oh. immersion, brown owl, river pig, cross cuts, oh. none of them have dessert. So what? just putting it out there as a PSA <laughs> if anyone hears me, just had a brownie. That's all I needed. So you're gonna open up a brownie shop there, maybe? Actually that's it such would, a good idea. It would probably crush. Because then we ended up going to Market of Choice, which their dessert section is overwhelmingly amazing. Oh, I bet it is. Yep. But a good sweet, rad sweet shop thing in there with brownies and ice cream that or something. That stays open late. That stays open late for yep. all those down there at 2 o'clock in the morning just yep. smoking that there, the cheebs. I like it so much. Let's, let's open it up, Meg. Sounds great. I like it. All the hits, 107.7 The Beep, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next on your late night drop. Meg James Corden, he's joking about Los Angeles County reaching 121 degrees. Woo! Wow! A buck 21. Wow. I don't even, I mean, we know what it's like to be negative 20. <laughs> yeah, negative 21 degrees, but 121. But 121, I don't even, I've never been in so much heat. I've been in a, in, in uh, Arizona at about a buck 15. Ugh. Been in Vegas one time. It was probably buck seven, buck ten, something like that. I feel but, like is it like when it gets to negative degrees and it all just feels awfully the same? Man, I I doubt it. No, really. I bet once you know, I bet even a couple degrees warmer, and then it just it gets heavy. Uh, I bet it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier. You can actually tell along. the difference, and you can actually tell the yeah. difference just in a matter of yeah, four, five, six degrees probably. <sighs> you know, but a buck twenty one. I wouldn't even know what to do. I don't know, bury a hole in the ground. Oh, I like that. That's a sit great idea. It. Yeah, sit in it. That'd be good. In bed early like Lonnie and Meg, it's the late night drop on 107.7 The Beat. LA County hit its highest temperature ever recorded, 121 degrees. Woo. Yeah. To put that in perspective, a hot yoga class, right? The room is at 105 <laughs> So this weekend, you literally could have gone to a hot yoga class to cool off. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's yeah. pretty incredible when you put that into perspective. Yeah. Have you ever done a hot yoga class? Yes. I like. I used to go pretty regularly, actually. Oh, really? It was a nice way to kind of like 
de-stress from kind of a stressful job. Really? That's what like, it for you? Full send into a really hot situation. Huh. Right? With hot yoga, you're so hot, you can't move fast. And that's the whole idea, right? You're not supposed to like, oh, it's gotcha. not a high endurance right. activity. Are you still doing like moves and things though? Like, yeah. a, like a typical yoga thing? Absolutely. Yeah. You do the position. The, the Bikram class that I took, you did the position twice. Which I oh. always felt kind of like, okay, it was awful the first time. Why are we doing it the second time? Right. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. And you hold it long, and the idea is you loosen up your muscles because you're hot and get a good, like, detox sweat. You did feel good afterwards. Did you? you know, is, is it hard? I don't know if that's actually the process that actually works or if it's just a mental thing. You know, and you feel like you need to go sweat it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't well, know. Well, you hear that's... that all the time. Right. You just need to go sweat it out, whatever that, whatever you're sweating out, the toxins in your body. Sure. Is that what that is? Yeah. I'm sure oh. there's got to be something scientific with it okay, other well, than just psychological, but than it just would work. Water spilling out of your body other than that just that. Is so bonkers to me, though, that, that you could is. go to a hot yoga class and it would be cooler than what it was outside. Outside. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you do as a, a, yo- uh, a hot yoga class then at that point? You just not have class? It's like a snow day? I mean, I feel like you'd want to save money on trying to keep your room a certain temperature because I know that bill's got to be high for those places. Yeah. So you just stick everybody well, outside. You'd have to turn the AC on to get it down to 105. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah, and the heater probably. I don't know what you'd have All to do. It. So you yeah. just stick everybody outside, I guess? That's what I'd do. Man. But man, could you imagine though? Isn't it hard to breathe in that thing though? When what, you're doing hot yoga? yoga? Not is it hard bad. to breathe? You kind of be, you kind of get used to it. They also keep it really moist, so there's a lot of moisture in the air. It's not like a dry heat. It's like a wet heat, which is totally different than I'm, what we get here in Bend. I'm still stuck on the fact that you just said moist. You're welcome. You're <laughs> How many times can Megan say moist this Wednesday oh morning? Oh, my God. That's your late night drop on 107.7 The Beat, and you're welcome. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. Meg, for couples who uh, are about to have a baby, one of the most exciting times of their life is revealing what the gender of that baby is going to be. Sure. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I mean, as a couple, as you've dreamed about having a kid, you know, but man, if you're having a gender reveal party and it happens to be in the dead of the summer when it's 100 degrees and you happen to be standing in a field full of like dry brush, you might want to rethink a few things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me take it down a notch. We're going to take it down a notch, but we're going to let you know what happened here in Northern California. Um, man, gone happy to really sad. Yeah, we'll talk about it next on The Beat. 1077 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. So you know how gender reveal parties over the last, I don't know, five years, they've really gone from just opening up an envelope and telling your family to now hosting a massive party and somebody cuts the cake and blue beads fall out of it or, you know, you name it. There's a balloon box, a box full of balloons. You pull it down from the tree. Yeah, and they're blue or or, uh, pink. Pink. Yeah. Or I've seen like even baseball players. They've like somebody's thrown up a ball to them. Yep. In the air, and they hit the ball, and it ex- ball explodes. Right. And the powder inside the ball is, yeah, is either blue or pink. There's so many different it's things. Fun. I love it though. I would love that if I was like having a kid. Yeah. I, I would want to do something pretty extravagant like that because I thought I think that would be so much fun. There's not many things out. that are that exciting. Right. You know, and fi- finding out if you want to find out, then that's a fun way to do it. Oh, no wonder right. they've really become popular over the years. Yeah. No. Huge. However, you might want to rethink your gender reveal party because this couple. In Southern California, about 70 miles east of L.A., 
went ahead and hosted their gender reveal party on Saturday morning. And they went out into their field at this ranch that they're on. And they used one of these pyrotechnic devices, yeah. you know, to explode the powder out, whether it was blue or pink. And it ended up igniting the field. Everybody got their water bottles out as much as they could. In the end of the day, it, yeah, there was no hope. There is just no hope. Yeah, especially when Los Angeles has been at 121 degrees. Right. I mean, you could sneeze and you'll catch something on fire. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's what happened. Now this fire is over 10,000, you know, acres. 10,000 acres outside of Los Angeles. And it's, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine though how bad these people feel. They oh. didn't mean to do this. this is, no. They're not like arsons. No, exactly. You know? But all of a sudden now, like people's homes are being burnt down. Yeah. Uh, people are evacuated. You know, I couldn't imagine being that couple, though, and just wanting to celebrate something so great in their lives to have it end up so awful. Yeah. Like you are the couple that is known for being, oh, you know, irresponsible. I feel during this heat wave. So bad for them. I mean, the fire's so big; it's got El Dorado fire. That's what's named. Yeah. And the whole 10,000 10, acres. It was 16% contained as of Tuesday. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous fires they've seen in that area. I mean, the guilt. Oh, yeah. The guilt. They'll never, they'll never be able to live that down, and they'll always feel so bad. Yeah. You know. Well, Especially I hope they would like, anyway. You know, the, the, I feel like the country's on fire. Yeah. We're dealing with a lot of it up here in Oregon. The whole West Cal Coast feels like it's the on West, fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. And all of California has been hit the hardest. Yeah. And that you're going to add to it with a gender oh, reveal party. Oh, no, Meg. Oh. I know. I feel really bad for the couple, for sure. Yeah. Well, I wonder what it was, though. That's all I want to know. What was if it, it was a boy, it a boy or, or girl. girl. I know. No article that Lonnie and I have been searching has Wait, actually yeah. said if it's a boy or a girl. We were hoping for a little good news. Come on, something. Twins, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Quadruplets, something. All the hits, 107.7 The Beep, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. On this day in history, Meg. Uh, you got one for me? Any hints? I got a twofer. Uh, oh. Um, Just in case you get this one pretty quickly. A hump day twofer? Yeah. Uh. I think so. It's going to be good. I, you know, I can't really tell you which one I want to start with because I don't know which one you're going to get first. Oh. They both might be kind of tough. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, you just not helped me at all. Yeah. It's midweek, man. You got to give me a little love. Well, oh, well. All right. Fine. Maybe maybe more. Blowing kisses at me is not helping, Meg. <laughs> Stop. All the hits, 107.7, the beat, Lonnie and Meg. And now it's time to play. On this day in history. Brought to you by Westside Local and Westside Taco Company. We're going to start with uh, 1998. And then I have a oh, wow. twofer. Oh. We're going to start back in 1998. For a fee of $32,000 each, four tourists are taken in a tiny submarine to view what? 30 and the... I'm sorry, they gave them or they had to each pay? Each person. Paid $32,000. Yeah, each person paid $32,000 to do this. Only to, four people. In a submarine. Got in a submarine to go look at what? In 1998. Uh, let's see. Um, the Black Pearl was no. sunk in the ocean somewhere. No. No? Wasn't the Black Pearl? Uh, that uh, could be it from Pirates of the Caribbean, but I think that was probably before. No, it, no. Was, it just wasn't it. All right. <laughs> what was the year again? 1998. Wow. Um, I'm going to say Titanic. 
Yeah, really? Great job. Yes, $32,000. To go, wow. Per person. Per person. That's a lot of To get in a cash. little submarine to go two and a half miles deep in the Atlantic. Good gosh. Yep. That's a wild. lot of money. Although that would be fun to see, though. It would be Not, so creepy. Or you could just watch the Titanic and actually see the footage. Yeah, and buy you yourself know. a new car. Hello. <laughs> exactly. With cash. A great Kia. Wow. I mean, you wouldn't even really be able to take pictures, right? Oh, sure you could. Oh, okay. It's probably, they probably have like all kinds of crazy LED lights on that stupid submarine. They probably light up the, the Titanic like crazy. Wow. I bet. What an expensive tour. Oh, yeah. If you can't take pictures, why go? Oh, that's Could you imagine? what I was wondering. That's like going to the moon. Unless you couldn't take, unless you could take pictures, why even go? Why even go? Why even go at that Might point? Well just watch every other movie about the moon. Sure, you went to the moon, Larry. Sure, you did. <laughs> sure, you did. Show me the evidence. Right, that would be it. I've got moon dust in this cute little jar. <laughs> They're like moon dust. That's moon dust. sand from Lincoln City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. All right. All right. Part two. All right, let's go. On this day in 1850, this particular state becomes. The 31st state. 1850? Become Blank becomes the 31st state. In 1850. I can 31st. give you some hints. Uh, let's go with uh, Montana. No. How about Utah? No. Let me give you a hint. All right. You know, you know that really famous Windows wallpaper of the rolling green hills on bright blue sky? Right. You know, the classic Windows wallpaper? My grandma had that, I think. Do you know where that was taken? It was in this state. Oh, that helps out a lot. <laughs> well, there's mountains, so it's got to be Colorado. It's not Colorado? It's not it's not mountains. It's just oh. rolling green hills rolling green on hills. bright blue sky. Well, it's got to be West Coast if it's 31st, right? Am I right or am I, can you at least give me that? I could tell you also that this is this state is home to the first moving national historic landmark. Moving, you said? Yep. It's also home to the largest tree. Ah, uh, it's California. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Meg. Uh-huh. Are we done? No, can I okay. tell you more facts? <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> I found oh, yes, some fun facts about California. We know that it's the avocado capital of the world, but did you know that every year Fallbrook holds an avocado festival to celebrate? As they should. It's, if it's the home of, you know, of a state, then they got to have a celebration there, shouldn't they? They should. Also, you'll know this one. That'd be so good. Uh, this is home. California is home to the largest outdoor amphitheater. What's the name? Amphitheater. Uh, largest amphitheater is Hollywood Bowl. It opened in 1922. Yeah, I played there. It was merely a simple wooden platform with a canvas top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's old, there's pictures of it, made backstage, of like when it was first being built. Mm. It is so rad. It's unbelievable. That venue is just really, really cool. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Um, California is known for being the birthplace of the internet. Now, do you know... The internet wasn't Seattle? No, it wasn't. What? In 1969, the first uh, message was sent from UCLA. Oh, was it really? What was the message? Um, hi, you exclamation point. Or like, you come here often? <laughs> exclamation point. It was low, like L-O, because it was meant to say login, but the system crashed. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take the L and the O. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, grab your phones. Let's give away some uh, Westside Local.
Westside Taco Company, shall we? good to me. All right, 585-1077. Call it number seven, Westside Local, Westside Taco Company, right downtown Redmond. You ready? Let's go. Dial it. 727, all the hits, 1077, the beat, Lonnie. And Megan, coming up next. Well, you know how a lot of people talk about how when you change seasons, you do a little bit more spring cleaning, right? Uh, and Fall cleaning. Right. Yeah, and so. Labor Day weekend kind of, you know, sparked that in me because I was home and uh, I've been kind of like avoiding being home all the weekends because summertime is so precious. Yeah. Where this Labor Day weekend, I was home and kind of tinkering around and realizing there's a lot of stuff that I've just been holding on to. Oh. No. That I really need to get rid of. But you can't, can you? Well, there's a few things I probably can, but a majority no. Oh, ma- um, well, you that's why you, so- I'm telling you, you need to bring me over and I'll do it for you. You need a buddy to help go through that stuff. I honestly think I do. And I'll pay you just to do it. Done. And I just won't be there. I'm so it's Probably for the best. Yeah, probably. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. So Meg, uh, you do have some stuff, which I find this totally shocking. You got some stuff you need to get rid of, but you just can't. Yeah. You just can't do it. I have the hardest time with a few things, getting rid of a few things. One in particular, and it's just because, see, as my parents are packing up their house, they're going to be moving in with me until they find a place of their own when the time is right. So I need to make some room and some extra bedrooms for them to bring their stuff down here to live with me temporarily. Anyway, what I have a really hard time getting rid of every time I look at them is I'm nervous. My beanie babies. Oh my God. And I know that it's a dumb thing, but in the end of the day, every time I look at them, I just fall in love again. Oh, really? It's like I turned eight years old and I'm like, I remember how much I used to love you, or you were my first one, or, you know, I got you when I was playing soccer because you're the soccer bear, the bright green bear with the soccer ball. No. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm emotionally attached to every single one of them. I got an idea for you with all those. What? Turn them into uh, Christmas ornaments to put on your tree. <laughs> like put a little, a little string on them, you know, and then do one little Christmas tree in your house that's all, all your beanie babies and just hang them all over the tree. How I'm, many of them you got? I mean, two big bins stuffed. Which, what do you, what do you think? Just a guesstimate number. Uh, let's, it literally feels like when you're trying to guess the, how much candy's in a jar. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I like this. I would say, uh, I don't know, 100, 150, maybe. 150? I, may, I thought you were going to say like 27, 28. Oh, no, no. There's probably what? 50 per bin. I've got two bins, so that's why I'm thinking. Oh my. Yeah, so this tree's going to have to be this a lot bigger. It's going to be a big tree. <laughs> Just leave the tree outside also, and then hang them on the tree that's outside in your backyard. Could you that's imagine that, the how, one that's 100 feet tall. That leave would it on look that one. creepy. If I had a tree at 30 years old, this is the one tree that I have in my house, and it's full of Beanie Babies. And you don't think two bins full of Beanie Babies is not creepy? They're hidden away. Hidden away oh, in your not- garage. Even creepier. No. You know they come alive at night. You know that, right? right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, they come into your house. If you see something moved around, yeah. I've seen Toy Story and Beanie Babies don't come. Well, They're not mom? the mean ones. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you what. No. There's a couple in there, but- Meg, that want to like... I have a hard time with that. I also have a hard time with photos. And, you huh. know, what photos are, are okay to throw away and how long do I keep toting these well, photo are, albums de- around? Well, it depends on who's in the photo and what's in the photo. Oh, okay. It depends on that. If it's just old friends I don't even talk to anymore from sixth grade. Bye. Bye? Bye. What? Yeah. 
What happens if I want to get my Beanie Babies out and relive? Oh my god! My fifth grade. Like you're like me, 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 Hi, little Beanie Baby. Meet my other little Beanie Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're kissing and making out. I get it. I get it. The hits 107.7 The Beat. Lonnie and Meg. Well, I want to give a huge thank you to Brienne. She's been tuning in, listening in on on the conversation where I have a hard time getting rid of my Beanie Babies, even though I know that I should. And Brienne wrote on our Facebook that we sh- that I should pack up all my Beanie Babies and send them to a children's hospital for all the kids. I love that. That's a great idea. Because you said you have probably, what, 100 to 150 Something. There's a Beanie lot. Beanie Babies? And every time I open up the bins, I look at them to like think about selling them or doing something with them, and I oh. fall in love all over again. Oh, yeah. And if, if some kid you know could love that Beanie Baby as much as I loved it when I was their age, yeah. then that'll it's like the world goes round. That makes me feel so good. Yeah. If we can get them to a Dorn, Dornbecker's, that would be awesome, man. Yeah. I'll do some research on where I can donate them, but yeah. that's a fantastic idea, Brian. Thank you. And if it's if it's that difficult to get rid of them also, let me know and I'll come in and I'll just take them. And you'll not just leave the side door to the garage open. Yeah. I'll come in one night, Meg. You'll not even know I'm there because I'm sneaky like That's that. That's a good idea to have you on reserve. And so far, I'll... I think I might be able to do it for the sake of the kids. I hope uh, so. But I love that, Meg. That's funny. Rachel, how about you? What's something that you just, you can't get rid of, but you just need to? So I actually had a garage sale last weekend because I am a pack rat. But my biggest possession is couch pillows, like throw pillows. Yeah. I don't know why I hoard those things, but I love them and I have a million of them and I don't know why I don't let them go. Do you have all of them on display or do you change for the season? Do you have a closet full of them? How does it all happen? I change for the season. So there's definitely a closet full of them, but I did purge some. Wow. You were able to get rid of some. Did you get rid of some in your garage sale? We did. Wow. Did that hurt a little bit? A little bit. I didn't run it. I let the kids do it because it was something they wanted to do, and I couldn't watch. I bet. Because... A little piece of my heart going. Oh out my the door. So why is what is it about <laughs> what is it about the couch pillow then that it just draws you and holds you so tightly? I love like a full couch of pillow. Like it just it's homey, it's comfy, it it just makes my heart happy. To be honest. Well, if it makes you happy, then I guess, you know, you just got to at that point. You just, you can't let anything like that go. Right. And it's fall now, so I've already got to switch out the seasonal pillows <laughs> to some fall colors. Now, how many pillows do you think you actually have? Mm-hmm. Your secret's safe with us. Yeah, yeah, we won't tell. After probably at least 40 or 50. Oh, But I have a large sectional. Okay. So... How many that pillows does the sectional take? Probably close to at least a dozen. Okay. Wow. Well, sounds like the most beautiful couch I've ever seen. Yes, it's definitely very inviting. And <laughs> yeah. I found new pillows at TJ Maxx this weekend. Oh which no! Was not <laughs> How many did you buy then this weekend? I only bought four, and they were packed with two, but they were Rachel Zoe pillows, and oh. they were the softest pillows I've ever felt. Oh well, my I mean, they just hopped in your cart at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Rachel. My name's Rachel. It was just meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be. It's a sign. Angels singing. <laughs> yeah. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. Well, your time is running out to buy yourself a ducky. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, uh, yeah, it's it's going to a good cause.
but you got to get your ducky in. And it's not a real ducky. Hey, don't tell them that. Man. Well, I don't want anyone to think that there's like a big well, responsibility that comes with buying it this ducky. I know, but I want them to hang out with us for a little bit longer until we actually tell them. Oh, sorry. I don't need to spill the beans. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy yeah, more ducky. than one ducky. Yeah. For like only five bucks. Oh, five bucks each. That's a, good, that's a good price for helping out a ducky. Yeah. You can get five duckies for $15. <laughs> well, five. That's not right. That's not right. Man. Your math is way <laughs> off. My God. <laughs> We'll get you all the details next. I just wanted to keep them on their toes. <laughs> Eight fifteen, all the hits, one zero seven seven. The beat, Lonnie and Meg. And because of this year, we know that certain events have been canceled, postponed, or are just being done differently. And this one is still happening, but it has gone virtual, which is fantastic. You betcha! It's the Great Drake Park Duck Race. They're still having it, which has been going on yeah for a long, long time. Uh, big thank you to all the credit unions working together. First Community, Mid-Oregon, On Point, Selco. Um, and this is awesome. Make for just like five bucks, you buy yourself a ducky. You know, hopefully drop it in the river. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got a chance to win $5,000 just yeah. off of a $5 ducky. That's the grand prize, but over, there's over $10,000 in prizes. Yeah. like. Saxon's Diamond Earrings. There's also like Camp Sherman, Sherman Cabin overnight stay. Um, what's really neat is that this benefits so many local charities like Volunteers in Medicine and Boys and Girls Club of Bend, J Bar J, the yeah. Gift of Literacy Family Access Network, just to name a few. Um, gotcha. So yeah, this is a, a massive fundraiser, the Great Drake Park Duck Race. Yeah. Unfortunately, the ducks I don't think will be landing in the in Drake Park this year. Dang it. However. I wanted to see that. It's such a great way for you to support local charities, but also have that chance to win $5,000 cash. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's great. And uh, it actually closes this weekend. It does. Yeah, it's you got a few more days. So get in there uh, and help out some local charities and giving you a shot also to win $5,000. Yeah. Something for everybody, right, Exactly. Babe? I love it. So you can go to theduckrace.com. And buy your widow ducky. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. So, Meg, you know I love tattoos. My whole right arm is uh, all done up. Mm-hmm. And I got a full sleeve on my right arm. You know, and uh, a lot of artists like tattoos, especially Post Malone, mm-hmm. as we all kind of know, where he's known for his face tattoos. Right. You know, but he just got a new tattoo. And maybe it might be really cool. Uh, on you. Me? For your first tattoo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll hear you. I'll, okay, you're going to have to hear me out on this one, all right? But, you know, Post, in Post Malone, I think he's he's doing it right. Is he doing it right? I think he's doing it right, Meg. Is he? <laughs> cool. Yeah, we got to talk about this next because it's crazy, but it's all you, Meg. DJ Khaled and Rihanna, Wild Thoughts, all the hits 107.7, the beat, Lonnie and Meg. Post Malone, man, did he just, I feel like he just came out of the woodworks and became super popular very quickly. Right. You know, we first heard of him, we were like, this man's name is Post Malone? Also, (laughs) what's he doing now with a barbed wire across his forehead? Wait a minute, did he just get a tattoo that says, always tired on his cheekbones? I know. Also, I mean, he, the... The more for like the the um, the progression yeah. of Post Malone's tattoos <laughs> from the beginning of his time as a pop artist or a rap artist, yeah. uh, a musician, 
is incredible. Yeah, he's 20, gone from like zero to sixty-five. And, it, and it think and to think about it in 2015 when White Iverson his first single kind of came out, he had zero tattoos on his body. And this was 2015. Right. What so year five, is it again? Five years later, when he's 25, he now has 65. <laughs> he's got 65 tattoos. He's got a new one on his face, Meg. That you know, I mean. <laughs> The face thing is a whole nother level, right? Right. So, but it's a gauntlet that runs down his cheek now from one side, from like about where his cheekbone starts up by his ear and runs down like his cheek. It's a gauntlet like this old, like knight's hand holding this barbed freaking ball. ball of, yeah. On, of, it's on his chin. Of evil. Mm-hmm. And it's on his chin. I'm like, that's impressive. Yeah. But and so, you know, you can kind of dig a little bit farther into it. And it's like, why does he do that? You know, and he says, I feel like face tattoos make me interesting to look at. So where I might lack in handsomeness, I make up for an intrigue at least. Dude, if you look at Bozmo, I think he's handsome. He's not a bad looking guy. I don't think he's a bad looking guy at all. I know we were trying to look at photos and imagine him without the face tattoos. We both agreed that actually he would still be very handsome. I mean, he's a really good looking dude. And for some reason, they're in... In the mess of, of him growing up, you know, somebody told him that he wasn't good looking. And he just held on to that. I know. it's And it's wild, too, that he started getting these face tattoos early on. Like, you know, I look so different in pictures from when I was 20 to when I was 25 to when I was 30. There was so there's so much change going on. I still had this baby face until I was like 26. Yeah, you still kind of do, Meg. I know. I don't it's know if I'm right going to grow out of it completely. But I, I have a lot since 20. Well. So it's like. If Post Malone would have just given himself a chance to grow up a little bit. <laughs> that was it. And, you know, he just needed to yeah. grow out of the baby face like I did. Yeah. Instead, he got, you know, a knife on this or a sword on the side of his oh, face. Oh, yeah. He has 77 tattooed on one side of his nostrils. It, he has 14 face tattoos alone. Alone, yeah. And the, uh, the the smiley face up by his ear that looks like Marshmallow's head. Yeah. You know, the, the DJ Marshmallow. He wanted to get a smiley face and wanted to, like, spice it up a little bit and get X's for the eyes. <laughs> but it literally is... Marshmallow. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oops. He's like, oops. Oh, well. What can you do at that point? But if you want to check out all of his tattoos, I did post it to our Facebook page, and it goes into explanations for each one of his tattoos. Yeah, it's you impressive. Know, the very first one that he got was a Playboy bunny. He was playing basketball with Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber hit it. It never healed properly. That's how the <laughs> article starts. It's great. And then it goes, you know, it's very long. Yeah. So if you've got time to spare, it's interesting. Yeah, make wait till you're 50. That baby face, you'll come in handy. What do you mean? Oh, my baby Your face? Your baby face will come in handy when you may not like it now. You're saying I shouldn't get a face tattoo? Yeah. Well, I think you should. Oh, yeah? I really do. I think your mom will love it. My mom would love, love it. Love it. And grandma. Oh, yeah. She'd take you right out the will, though. I mean, quick. Mom would for grandma, <laughs> yeah. and then they would go out to lunch talking about <laughs> it. Celebrating. Yeah. That they just made a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie, Meg, coming up next. This might as well be one of the most hipster things I've ever discovered. Um, but Anheuser-Busch is uh, producing a product that, uh, a beer, as they would call it, that's not meant for us humans, but it's actually meant for your furry friends at home. Oh, now, my I, ferret? Like your ferret, I'm sure. My ferret, maybe my pet panda. Yeah, both of those. Those, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'd be fine with this? More than likely, just your dog. But what? that's what I mean. It's so hipster. <laughs> this is so hipster. We're going to talk more about it next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. Meg, what do you get uh, when you cross Anheuser-Busch uh, and their beer 
with the, their favorite furry pet. What do you get? Probably a dog beer. <laughs> yeah, you do. I swear, how'd you know that? Or like a dog brew, how'd you know, you know a, a beer that's perfectly made for a dog. Yeah, Anheuser-Busch, they're taking it to a whole nother level. They just, now they're working on your on your pet. Yeah, they thought they got you hooked. Oh, no, uh, now they got your pet hooked, too. They've developed a non-alcoholic, what they're calling the dog brew, and it's quickly sold out. Yeah. Sold out. It's Br- a huge hit. Yeah, made of vegetables, herbs, or herbs, however you want to say it, spices, water, pork broth. Designed to provide your dogs with a nutritional snack <laughs> that's good for their digestive system. Yeah, that's enough for me to be like, maybe I should have this. Yeah, totally. I, I wouldn't mind drinking that. No, I need good always help with my digestive system. <laughs> yeah. Is this, no, do you think this is real? They say it's sold out, but I bet you they made like four cases and said, all right, we're going to put it on somebody's shelf and see if somebody buys it. And it turned out everybody bought it. Everybody bought it. On those four shelves that they put it on, you know. I mean, you and I don't have dogs, so there's only so much we can really say about all of this. However, I think about, like, shops that are specifically meant for just dogs and how they survive paying rent. And that's just simply because people love getting stuff for their dogs. They do. You know, and having the dogs in many families are just another child or they are the furb child. Yeah. So yeah. getting them something that's going to help them with digestion and it's nutritious and also so hipster oh. is like right up our alley. You're so right. Anheuser Bush, are you kidding? And nothing like having a beer with your best friend, right, Meg? Right. You sit back in the back or on the front porch in your rocking chair and you crack open a cold one. That's exactly what the commercial who, is going to be all about. Who you want there hanging out with you? Having a brew with you? Spot. Spot. You sure do. Fifi. Mm-hmm. Fluff. Gordy. Gus. <laughs> Any of them. All of them. You want them having a brew with you. You know, because the conversations after a couple of them are really start and, getting crazy. And you know that that dog's been watching you drink beer and get intoxicated for how long yeah. that this time around you could be like, hey, man. I'm in. You also get one. Yeah. Here you go. Cheers, bro. Yeah. Down the gullet. I mean, it's pretty brilliant. You know what's next, don't you? What's that? Dog bongs. Dog bongs. Dog bongs. Hard to say. That is hard to say. Dog beer bongs. I thought you were going to say cat wine. Hey, why not? I know. My sister's cat down in California likes wine, likes red wine. (laughs) So, I mean, we should probably make it non-alcoholic. But then again, that cat is legitimately 19 years old. And crazy. Maybe it's why it's It's still alive. It's time. It deserves to be drunk now. Yeah. From here on out for the rest of its life. Cat wine. Let's go. All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Lonnie Mae coming up next on your LYAO. We have a comedian, Noah Smith, and he's talking about moving in with his girlfriend. Yeah, I know a little something about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but that's that's got to be a well-thought-out plan. It really plan, does. Though. It just does. Because it could go one of two ways. Yeah. You either stay with that person forever or you break up. Well, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like when you actually move in, though. Yeah. You know, you either are moving in to stay forever or you break up and you literally have to move all your stuff out. Like You, you just do. It's a little easier to break up with somebody when you're not living in the same house. Just a little bit. So. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I hope Tracy never leaves me. Yeah. No, I think you guys are in it for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that. No. <laughs> okay, but I remember thanks. when you told Shoo. me you were moving in and we had this chat of like, hey, Lonnie, it yeah. could go one of two ways. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that it's going the positive way. Are you way. in or are you in? I was yeah. like, I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. But this could be funny, though. 
because oh, it could be go really bad for who's our comedian again? Nick Smith. Nick. Oh yeah, it could go bad for Nick. Yeah, especially when he's joking about it. Well, it hasn't gone well for him. girls live a certain way and guys live a certain way, and when you combine the two worlds, boy, and that's a real fast way to learn something new about, about someone. Fireworks. Ooh, good, good or bad. Yeah, exactly. All right, it's all coming up next. It's time to laugh your off with 1077 The Beat. My girlfriend and I moved in together. That was a big step. In doing so, we had to take the prerequisite couple's shopping trip to Ikea, go and get everything for our place. We are putting everything together, had Ikea parts all over our floor. One of my friends came over, saw everything on the floor. He asked us what we were building. My girlfriend said, our lives together. <laughs> At literally the exact same time as I said, shelves. <laughs> so, then I started building the couch I've been sleeping on. <laughs> we tried to keep the romance alive, so we have date night once a week. Last date I took her to was to one of those wine and paint places where you can bring your own bottle of wine and sip it while the instructor teaches the whole class how to paint. The entire class was full of couples where the women were very excited to be there and the men were very clearly dragged there. <laughs> but after about an hour of drinking wine, the women completely stopped caring about the painting and the men got super serious about the painting. <laughs> You just laughed your off with 1077 The Beat. Happy 9920, Meg. Oh, thank you. Happy, what are we celebrating today? Well, um, it's Teddy Bear Day, National oh. Teddy Bear Day. National Teddy Bear. And I think it's very fitting for me discussing that I have this love attachment to my beanie babies that I need to let go of. So are they little bears? Is that what they look like? Is that what a beanie baby, what does a beanie baby actually look like? What? Where were you during the, that, I don't know, 1990 to 19, to 2010 oh, now? I was present time. What? What? Mate, I, I was know. traveling the planet. Missing out on Beanie doing. Babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, missing out is right. Yeah, the bears or, are, are yes. like the prized possessions. Is that what they are? They're bears? The, no, they're variety. They're every single animal. Beanie Babies oh. are every single animal out there. Even there's little uh, people Beanie Babies, too, that are kind of creepy. What? But, people Beanie Babies? Um, I and, can't even say it. Yeah, the like, hair is kind of cool, though. Anyhow, <laughs> what's your favorite teddy bear since we're celebrating Teddy Bear Day? <laughs> um, was a, well, it's not a, it's not a bear. But my favorite was my Snoopy Teddy. Oh, that's right. That, that Just a stuffed animal. Stuffed Snoopy. animal, yeah. And he was my, yeah. Snoopy was my favorite. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I had him. He was white, of course, because he's a beagle. Sure. You know, with the uh, black nose. And, like, yeah. yeah. And, but he got so dirty. Oh, because you loved him so much. Because I loved him. One eye was like, popped out, you know, and Cute. one ear was ripped off because I, apparently I was hungry in the middle of the night and oh, thought sure. it, it was a, you know, like a cookie. Mm -hmm. So down the gullet it goes. Okay. So, but I had that stupid thing forever. Do you still have it? Oh, Lord, no. No? Oh, Lord, no. We had to, we had to bury that one in the backyard because he had passed away one night. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Loved him too much. Too much. Squeezed the love right out of it. Oh, I know. But hey, what can you do? You I just got to move on. <laughs> it's really cute how, um, you know, as kids, you fall in love with stuffed animals. Yeah. Oh, so uh, were Beanie Babies your only, like, go-to? Oh, no. Go -to? I, my go-to is Puppy, and I still have Puppy. You still have him. From when did you get him? Yeah, Puppy is probably when I was born, I think. Uh, and Puppy's like this. <laughs> that's just what I named it. Um, oh, and it's this little medium-sized stuffed animal, and it's this little dog. It looks like kind of like a Cocker Spaniel. And it's laying on its stomach. And so it's kind of long, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. its feet are up front or, you know, his arms are up front, legs are in the back. Yeah. 
I lost puppy once upon a time. So mom and dad found the exact same stuffed animal, which was a miracle because obviously this was oh, terrible. Yeah. And um, I rejected the new one immediately. Because you know. Oh, I you know. You can smell it out. Also, like the way that I wore and tore actual puppy was, you know, they looked completely different. <laughs> Eventually, they were able to find the original puppy. Shut up. And now he has not left my sight since. And you and I got found, two. I found the second puppy just recently and I was like, you. You. You, you imposter. Will, will never live up to the original puppy. <laughs> That's weird, man. It is weird that I still have those. Yeah. I keep them in boxes. They're not out on display. You got to get rid of them. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. I can't believe that it's really starting to feel like fall. The last couple of days, this morning was in the 30s. I feel like fall is, it's here, except for we've got little glimmers of summer still. Oh yeah, mid 80s today, 90 tomorrow and Friday or whatever it is, something like that. So I'm I'm stoked about that. But yeah, our 70s are on the way, which will really start feeling like that fall time, you know? Um, But it's interesting. I think you have two types of people that are dealing with what they've dealt with as far as summer is concerned mm-hmm. you know being 2020 and like our friends uh what was it what's their name A- avenue avenue beat avenue beat yeah the f 2020 song yeah a lot of people have done that and they had a really bad summer just because of that and they weren't able to shake that and then there's other people that made the best out of it and had an actually a great great summer maybe a summer that you wouldn't have had if you you uh-huh. know lived if we lived a quote-unquote normal summer yeah and that was me uh you know because i was we had just in the summer we had 43 shows on the books with precious bird right and that all went away which was tough because of the money being right. gone uh but it got exciting because now i had some weekends yeah. Where I could actually do some things. Right. You never have that. Never have that. We didn't have an open weekend in, there was like five months in there mm-hmm. that we had a show every weekend set up for five months. Mm-hmm. And now I had the weekend. So it was like so much fun. And I haven't had that in four or five years. Right. Now, because our weekends in the summer are 100 miles an hour for shows. Mm-hmm. So I made the best of it. I was like, we're going camping. Right. You know, uh, it's a cheap way to go out and have some fun with the fam and, you know. So I was able to take my camper out and yeah. we were able to have an absolute blast. Right. You know? So if you can live a glass half full situation. Yeah. If you can. If you can. Yeah. Some people couldn't. Yeah. Worth definitely just accepting that the, we had the summer that we had. I'm, I'm super yeah. stoked by the weather. And, you know, unfortunately now we're in fire season, but usually, you know, remember that one summer, August was fire season. The, we were under smoke the entire August. Yeah. Yeah. So, and to, even today, though, it looks halfway decent. It really does. You know, I although think. the west side of the Cascades oh. are just about blacked out, you know, yeah. with all the smoke that's going on and it's heading, you know, towards towards right. the west. It's good for us. Sucks for them. Totally. You know, but yeah. So uh, tomorrow on the show, let's let's talk more about like what you made of a funky summer. Right. How, how you celebrated this summer. 2020. Well, have a great Wednesday, Meg. Hey, you too. You, you doing anything fun today at all? I, I'm going to go to the farmer's market. Oh, it's are you on really? Which, my agenda. Which one? This which is the one on? that's right behind the Tower Theater. It's uh, open from 2 o'clock until 6. I haven't been there yet. And it's open until like the middle of October. But if I don't go now, I will forget. Mm. And I'm, I'll be so disappointed in myself. Yeah, are you looking for something in particular? Actually, no. Oh, you're just going to go to peruse? Like, yeah, I just want to peruse. I want to see if there's any pastries. Oh. I like perusing for pastries. Well, if you see one, you know, don't forget your old buddy, old pal Lonnie over here. <laughs> I'll bring you one in the morning. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I will. Yeah, if there's an ocean roll, I'm great. I'm in. Okay, sounds good. Or- there should be anyway. Really? Yeah, they seem to be there. Jackson's Corner is there. Oh, oh yeah. Come on.
But Great Harvest is there, I believe. If not, they're definitely downtown. I'll figure it out. My mouth is watering. Yeah. All right. I also need to, like, let go of some bakery knowledge. (laughs) I know too much. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Just enough to make you dangerous, Meg. Absolutely. You don't want dangerous Meg on your side. Living on the edge with all of my bakery knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you in the morning. We out. Have a good day. Peace. Catch Lonnie and Meg weekday mornings 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.